For those of you who have been hungry for a new episode of The Scruffy Stuff, we've been hungry to bring one to you. And we figured, what better way to kick off your week than talking about some of the best bar food in Knoxville. And now, I want to be clear, this is not you know restaurant and bar concepts. We're talking about places that are specifically focused on drinks that happen to have a pretty darn good food program to go along with it. We have the entire group of growth and development reporters here to talk on this podcast about the growth and development of our waistlines after going around to all these different spots. Now, I wanted to do a little bit of research, but there's just too much. I don't think my stomach could take it. So I know I've been some places. Silas, you've been some places as well. Uh, Keenan, you've been um, around town and tried out some of this bar food. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I'm Ryan Willis, downtown reporter at Knox News, and joining me today from the growth and development team. Silas Sloan, growth and development reporter. Keenan Thomas, growth and development intern. And this is The Scruffy Stuff, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville. The Scruffy Stuff is presented by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. So part of the reason that I got this idea for the podcast is because of a recent story that you published, Keenan, about Hong's Kitchen coming to Pretentious. And I think what better way to kick it off than with the new uh, bar food news. And so you reported on that concept. What can you tell us about that? So Hong's Kitchen is a collaboration with the owners of Pretentious Beer Company and the owners of Soul Brothers. Uh, it is a new concept spearheaded by uh, the chef from Soul Brothers. And it is a Korean American infused menu to kind of fit along with that bar vibe. So it's got some beer cheese, like kimchi hummus dips, this chicken sandwich that uh, Matthew Cummings, the owner of Pretentious, said was some of the best chicken salad he's ever had. Oh, it's chicken a chicken salad sandwich. It's a chicken salad sandwich. Ooh, that and I was good. I was looking at the menu and I was like, oh dang, like that looks incredible. Right, and I don't think any of us have been there, but. Soul Brothers has quite the reputation, and I don't know if you've had a chance to try Soul Brothers. I have. It's absolutely delicious, and I think it's fair to say that this is going to be you know, right up there with the quality of Soul Brothers, just given their, their reputation and how they're known around town. And they said that they were, it's a lot of taking that experience, but fitting it with more of that bar vibe, so it's a lot more beer-focused. It's trying to fit within that model a little more, so it's a little less like sit down and eating, whereas you can order like a good sandwich to go along with the beer that you've got from pretentious. Yeah. And as if you, as if you needed another reason to go to pretentious, I mean, we've talked about them multiple times on the show, including um, the best patio episode. So, you know, it's already a cool place to sit and enjoy a beer, add the food to the mix. It's a game changer. What is one that's on your list, Silas, that um, stands out to you as, as a good bar food option? For me, it's, it's Sutri's that has, it's good. It's, um, and, you know, you talked about having a, a standalone kitchen. I cannot for the life of me figure out where Sutri's kitchen is. It's, I don't know where they could hold it. I think there's just a magic man in the back that's like producing food, but it comes out there and it's always delicious. And ramen, I've never seen ramen at a bar, but I think that's such a cool and unique food to have. 
and it's not something you'd expect. And every time somebody says, I'm going to get ramen at Sutri's, I mean, you don't go to takeout for Sutri's. But, like, when you go get to, go to, when you go to Sutri's, people bring out ramen. It's surprising, and it's delicious, and it is a good bar food. Right. And, um, you know, in, in reference to where is their kitchen, look at uh, Hong's Kitchen at Pretentious. I mean, that is pretty much a closet uh, that they're mm-hmm. able to cook food in. So I'm sure they have something similar at Sutri's. But it's important to note, too, that Sutri's, while known for their ramen, has a lot more food than actually just the ramen. A lot of people don't know that they got sandwiches. They got some little finger foods as well. But, you know, if it's your first time going to Sutri's, definitely do the ramen. My favorite is the rise and shine. I'm going to read the description for you. Wakey, wakey. Spicy broth ramen bowl with poached bacon, egg, and cheese. Just $9. So um, that's my go-to, but there's you know you can't go wrong with anything on that menu. But sometimes simple is good, especially um, in a place like Knox Brew Hub. Um, all they have on their menu is hot dogs. And it, they're not trying to be a place where you go have dinner. They understand that some people might just be hungry for a snack. One hot dog is nothing. I've actually went to happy hour at like five o'clock at Knox Brew Hub and just, you know, wanted something to hold me over for dinner. Hot dog. You know, it was great. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that is a full dinner for some. I don't know. I'll back you up. Hot dog is definitely a, a snack. Yeah. And, oh, and, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. And, uh, and on top of that, um, I don't know if they still have them. I was told last time that they're taking them off the menu because people just don't buy them. But there was a hot dog I had recently with peanut butter jelly and potato chips on it which sounds crazy but was absolutely delicious so um and on top of that too they also i don't know if they're still doing this but they were experimenting with slinging some dogs out the back alley uh because there's not really many late night food options around downtown knoxville and so you know just a quick hot dog walk through the alley pick it up um it's a good option um and hopefully something they continue doing i have not gotten the chance to try that lunchbox hot dog but i definitely want to because that's it sounds crazy, but it also sounds delicious. You oh, got yeah, the great. sweet, the salty, the peanutty, the crunchy, the crunchy. It's all good. My philosophy in these in in any menu anywhere is if there's something really crazy like that, you order it because mm. they're not going to put anything bad on the menu. So coming from the guy who had the the Elvis burger, right? Wasn't that you over at Stock at Stock and Barrel? Yeah, I did have the Elvis burger. I've I've been Stock and Barrel. I've been known to dabble in the blue cheese chocolate chip burger one time uh, you know you you're crazy i'm a madman but you know be adventurous and and that's a unique hot dog and they should keep it and people people should order it because i think they'll like what they what they try actually speaking of hot dogs uh i do have one that's a bit more of a slightly elevated hot dog but that's uh the menu over at Public House, they have a whole list of hot dogs that are a little more expensive, I think, than Knox Brew Hub or some of the other places that do have hot dogs. But, like, I'm going to read off some of these. Uh, tell me when to stop. They have a Cuban hot dog. Stop. That's good enough. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> I didn't even get to the Southern Reuben hot dog. Southern Reuben. We know you love your Rubens, I you crazy, crazy guy. Oh, God. I, I can't deny. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I've had them a couple times, and they're really good hot dogs i want to get off the hot dog train real quick just because we actually believe it or not have a whole episode back in the catalog about the best hot dogs around knoxville from when the wienermobile came here so um i know public house has other options too yeah i mean i think talking about vibes which we you know ramen fits the sutries vibes but like public house feels a little more kind of upscale maybe not upscale but nicer kind of snackier having a little cocktail with your friends but they have you know popcorn and pretzels that have like unique flavorings on them and then they also have like cheese boards and cured meats and 
it's kind of nice little finger food that feels a little upscale, but also really fits the vibe and is pretty good bar food. Yeah, I think the vibe of public house is really you can make it whatever you want. If you want or going out on a date night, you want to dress up and go have a cocktail, you can. If you want a PBR and a hot dog, even though the hot dogs are elevated, you can do that as well or popcorn or whatever. I'm going to go with uh, Boyd's Jig and Reel. Which I guess you could argue is kind of a restaurant, but it really is a music venue and bar first. I mean, it's in the old city. It becomes sort of one of those late night destinations. A little bit tamer than the clubs. A lot of people, you know, go over from the clubs to escape and and hang out in there on the weekends. But don't sleep on that menu. Specifically, I'm going to say two things that I always get. Um, Not always. I usually get one or the other. Uh, Toad in the holes. Beware of the mustard. It is super spicy. And uh, also... I know what you're going to say here. I know, and it's going to upset some people, but haggis. And if you don't know what haggis is, just look it up, but it's so good. It's I don't so think good. People, I don't think people want to know what haggis is. I think they should just take your word for it and try it with an open mind Yes, and, and go with that. Yes, and it comes with like a good salad and potatoes, too. It's uh, really, really, really good. And um, yeah, their whole menu is, is actually good, It's and it's a little bit different. Um, Again, different than what you would expect at a bar in East Tennessee. It's going to be Scottish uh, bar food, which is which is you know um, outside the box for Knoxville. Continuing up north, I think honestly one of the best encapsulations of every criteria we have might be Schultzbra, in terms of like quality, vibes, just perfectly matching everything that that's going for. Because the German style beer garden with your huge stein of munich hells or oktoberfest if they still got it with like a schnitzel or a huge pretzel or like just some bratwurst oh there's nothing like it quite honestly i also want to shout out the showmanship of the schulzbrow chefs yeah because when they give you a giant pretzel with the little cheese dip and they put the little mini pretzel on top of that i mean maybe it doesn't add a whole lot of food or flavor but boy, that looks pretty, and that makes me smile. Yeah, and I think one of the uh, coolest things about Schultzbra, too, is that, um, one, they didn't always have this big food menu. This is sort of a recent development, and they have knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. But also, in addition to having, like, the schnitzel um, and, you know, some of the other, like, more traditional, I mean, all these are traditional, but some of the real, um, you know, German food that people might not be used to eating, they also have pizza. Um, which is actually really good for, you know, like uh, go out with my girlfriend and she's a little bit more picky eater, doesn't want to, you know, explore the, uh, the the land of schnitzel the way that I do. I like to try them all. The one with gravy and egg is so good. Um, but she'll get a pizza. Um, and in case you haven't noticed, egg might be a theme for me. I love things with eggs on them. Um, and she might get a pizza or she might get a pretzel. In fact, I actually ran into you, Keenan. We were walking out of Schultz Bar the other day. You were walking in. We just got done with uh, brunch, which I'm not sure if that's something they're going to continue in the future. But I had some nice eggs and uh, and sausages. And my girlfriend had uh, pretzel uh, French toast with honey. It was really good. And so, um, yeah, good time, especially this time of year. It feels right. And especially if you're going out for a Vols game, too. One of the best game day watching experiences in Knoxville. Pair that with some good food. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. Sticking around in Europe, in, in that neck of the woods, in the, in the UK, um, but uh, Clancy's, they really have some really unique signature items, which I think you can put your own signature twist on a classic bar food like wings. That really elevates you in the, in the food status. Well, I'm going to bring it back to America, baby. Coming back stateside? Yeah, I think so. I think we've been talking enough about uh, 
stuff that's particularly unique for Knoxville. But I want to talk about something that's particularly unique to Knoxville. That's the University of Tennessee Volunteers. And I've said on this show before that there are not enough sports bars in downtown Knoxville. But I would say Tommy Trent's on the corner of Marcus Square is a place that you can go and watch the games. One of the few places you can go and guarantee that the game's going to be on in downtown. And they have a pretty good food menu, too. I know, Silas, you and I have had uh, shared broke bread there together before. We um, sure have. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they got the fry platters. You got the burgers. You got the wings, a bunch of different sauces. It's traditional food. They also have hot dogs as well. Traditional uh, bar food, but a lot of options for each category. So that's what I like about it. You have a burger. Well, you can get it like five different ways. You want a hot dog, you get it like five different ways. Same thing with the wings. Same things with the sauces and the fry platters. Um, and so that's just, you know, when you think bar food before this podcast, that's what you thought of, you know, sort of the traditional bar food. If you want to, you know, not take our advice and try some of these out-of-the-box options, looking for something normal, head on over to Tommy Trent's. I think that's the one of your best options. TVs and food go together quite well. I mean, TV dinners are a staple for many people. I mean, <laughs> I love even, a good TV even, you know, all ages, you have Hungry Man all the way down to Kid Cuisine. You got options and TV and food are, are storied. So I think it's impossible to talk, to not talk about one without talking about the other. <laughs> all right. Kind of sort of similar to the sports vibe, but a little more back to that American cuisine. I think... One thing that gets a little underappreciated in terms of bar food is the food trucks. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the best examples is Oakwood Barbecue, which is a permanent food truck at Southside Garage. You're talking my language now. Severe Avenue. For those who don't know me, I'm I'm a low-key, a bit of a uh, smoked pork expert. I've cooked for thousands of people. I'm not even kidding. I guess I don't know you. (laughs) And I'm going to say this on the record. Oakwood has one of the best pork sandwiches in Knoxville arguably in east tennessee i think i'm gonna have one tonight at trivia i'm pretty sure they're gonna be over it uh they're not i'm getting a shake of the head from silas never mind not gonna have it tonight my bar for pork sandwiches is quite literally like my own and this well exceeded that and it's genuinely incredible i had a religious experience eating that i have to say that the potato salad is to die for i am similar to you My bar for potato salad is actually not my own because I can't make it, but I have a pretty high bar because I am a little bit of a connoisseur when it comes to potato salad, and this is hands down the best potato salad I've ever had. I go out of my way. I plan my days around where Oakwood's going to be just for their potato salad. Sometimes I'll have potato salad at Central Filling Station for trivia, and then on my way home, I'll stop at Southside Garage and pick up another one. That's how much... I love it. That's how good it is. I'm with you. Southside Garage, though, yeah, perfect example. They've really, and I wish we had more of those. I wish we had more of food trucks sitting permanently at a bar because, you know, do what you do best. I think you would have a lot better bar food experience if the food people focus on the food and the beer people focus on the beer and the bartenders focus on serving drinks and, you know, a community. Everybody come together. I like what Southside Garage has done. It also works because it really clears a lot of space up. So you're not having servers running around, like trying to figure out where, who's got what food. Like you, it's kind of up to you to figure out, like, hey, is my order ready and going to get it? And it all just kind of works cohesively, like surprisingly well. Ryan, you and I have had conversations at length with this. And I think I have dreamt about swimming in that potato salad. It's so good. Well, good luck I swimming because it's thick. It is. Aww. It is thick, but it is worth. It would be worth the resistance to swim in a pool of that. <laughs> um, I, I have been dreaming, also a lot lately. <laughs> I have been. I've been dreaming. 
Um, and next up on my list uh, is going to be something, Keenan. also you wrote about, Brother Werewolf, right? Did you write about that? You did? Um, Brother Werewolf, not to be confused with Brother Wolf. Yes, they're the same thing, but, you know, it transitions into Brother Werewolf this time of year. And so, um, you know, totally new experience that I'm excited to go check out. Uh, Brother, we're going to just call it Wolf. Brother Wolf, uh, over in the Old City, has become a massive hit, like, Overnight, like it seems like as soon as they open, uh, people were just flocking over there. It's paired with Osteria Stella, which is uh, an Italian restaurant next door. And Brother Wolf kind of serves as the uh, cocktail bar, sort of the pre-post meal uh, place that you go to. And um, I fa- in fact, I think they were named was it Esquire that wrote about you know how unique of a, a bar that was, uh, and you know of all locations here in Knoxville. Uh, but I'm looking, you know, it looks like some of their food that maybe is available at the restaurant, or maybe these are unique to Brother Werewolf. Uh, or Brother Wolf are, um, you know, you got a whole list of pasta here. You have stuff that's in Italian that I'm not going to try to pronounce, so I'll just tell you the ingredients. I can't even pronounce the ingredients. I could do this one. Spinach pasta, ragu alla bolognese. Nailed it. Parmigiano Reggiano. Perfect. And Beschia, you know, there's people at this Brother Wolf that will that will guide you through what this stuff means, but... Um, if their food is as good as their drinks, and if their food comes from next door, I know it's as good as their drinks. Go check that out if you're looking for, um, you know, not bar food because I think bar food has a negative connotation. This is really, I guess it is bar food, but the 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 elevated side of bar food. You know, I think it does really. It speaks to the business owner's creativity of putting in these dishes that elevate the experience and, you know, really change your perception of what bar food can be. Yeah, and by the way, I found some things on the menu I could pronounce. Uh, meatballs and tomato sauce. And uh, cantaloupe and parma ham. Cantaloupe. Uh, and then, if I may, I know we have a couple more that we want to talk about. I just want to uh, win the award for most awkward transition, because I'm going to go from Brother Wolf to Preservation Pub, perhaps the two <laughs> most opposite bars in Knoxville. Do not sleep on their menu. I know what you're thinking. The place with the sticky floors, the graffiti all over the wall, and in the bathrooms, the place where punk rock bands play and the jam bands has good food. Well, yes, they do. And I discovered it. Um, I guess it was during big years. I was looking you know, in between sets, wanted something quick, didn't want to sit down for a full meal. Just went, sat down at the bar at Prez Pub and asked for a food menu. And it, this, this dish that I got was so good, I went back the next day uh, to Prez Pub during big years and had it again. And this is definitely not going to be your elevated bar food. It's going to be what you would expect, you know, quality and taste-wise from Prez Pub, but it hits the spot. And that is the Mushroom Melt Specialty Quesadilla, $13, mozzarella, sharp cheddar cheeses, mixed grilled mushrooms, grilled onions, spinach, and feta. Uh, They also have uh, the El Camino with black bean and corn sauce, the Impossible with uh, Impossible Burger meat. Then you have the fajitas with traditional fajita veggies, not to mention their veggie sliders and cheese ball boards and cauliflower crust veggie pizzas and rainbow fries. I mean, this really is a full restaurant. People do not realize it, I don't think. And Well, I want to highlight, you know, you talked about pizza at Schulzbrow. The pizza at Preservation Pub, I have not had the pleasure of trying it, but my roommate, sometimes she doesn't want to go out with her friends, but when they say we're going to Preservation Pub, she goes, I'll go just to have some pizza. Pizza nails all the criteria. It's shareable. You can pick it up. It's perfect. Yeah, just wash your hands first. Yeah. I will add, though, too, if you don't want to go into Pres Pub and you don't feel like ordering from a sticky bar, <laughs> you can also order all of that from Bernadette's Crystal Gardens because they share a kitchen. There you and go. You can 
enjoy some of those rainbow fries and cauliflower pizza in a more elevated bar. Um, that's all I have. Uh, Silas, you got any more? I'm just hungry right now. Uh, that's all I have to add. I have one final one. It's a bit of a two-prong. Uh, it's partially from my neck of the woods over in West Knox, but uh, abridged a beer company. They have kind of become more known for their burgers over the past couple of years. I've heard it's the best in town. Which I've had them a couple times, and whoo, dang, they make a good burger. Yeah. Like, highly recommend. And their location over on Bearden Hill, the original, uh, is pretty much one of the spots where you can get their beer and pair it with, like, a really good burger. It's kind of, a, it's become a little more of a restaurant style, but really good. Yeah, we don't typically talk about uh, West Knoxville here on the Scruffy Stuff since it's not downtown. But if there is one time that we do talk about it, if it's beer-related. Because I know our listeners will travel for some good beer and probably some good burgers, too. So I'm glad you mentioned that one because that would not have came to my mind. And actually, before you get into your last one, I know you said it's a two-parter. But while we're talking about West Knox, I think another place that um, I've talked about on the podcast before, it's over in the Bearden area. It's close enough to downtown, definitely close to campus, and honestly feels like a downtown bar is Bearden Brickyard. Uh, I just want to mention that one real quick because their food menu, also delicious. They have some uh, what they call flats. They got some entrees of uh, wings and all this and kimchi dogs and tacos, but also um, their brunch, low-key, delicious brunch. They bring out plates that I didn't even order and don't charge me for. They're just like, here, here's a bowl of fruit. That's my, been my experience there before. I'm like, okay, I'll take a bowl of fruit. And so just really good service there and um you know, if you're starting your drinking early in the morning, I'd say go over there and have some brunch as well. But another great bar with a great food program, sort of in West Knoxville, heading west of downtown. Sorry to cut you off, but it just came to my mind. Uh, you you got some thoughts spinning up. Coming, going back to Abridged is uh, if you're not over in West Knox or you you don't really feel like going out that far, you can't make a trip over to North Knox to Zool Brewery, specifically on Wednesdays through Saturdays, because they have, I believe, Abridged Burger Company is a permanent food truck there too going back to the, also that food truck oh well i thought you were just gonna say zool had i knew you were talking about zool i thought they had their own food but they have oh, bridge burgers a bridge burger it's a little bit of a play uh, on a bridge beer company where they crossed out the beer and it says burgers on oh, it nice so if you're if you're looking for a that good old a bridge burger you can uh head over to zool and enjoy some uh good beer too you know as this podcast evolves i feel like you know all the growth is happening in around downtown uh the boundaries of downtown are changing i mean you call that north knox zool is practically downtown i mean it's right on the edge and so you know this podcast focuses not just on in downtown it's in and around downtown and for those who've been listening for a long time i appreciate the support on this podcast but if you're a new listener and uh you want to get a notification every time a new episode drops just click that like follow subscribe button whatever it is on whatever platform you're listening on to be alerted every time a new episode drops or just come back on mondays but while you got that podcast player open go ahead and leave a review a five-star one if you would and tell us what you love about the show maybe what you would want us to talk about next also on the podcast player go down to that description there's going to be a link to two different things one is the urban knoxville facebook group which is a private group that just requires you answer a few short questions to get access and start becoming part of the downtown discussion we post a lot about the podcast and stories we're working on but we really encourage the members of that group to get involved in and you know get the discussion going and share what you have going on around downtown and the other link is going to be to the urban knoxville newsletter which is a newsletter i write every friday that provides even more analysis than my stories and the podcast does here at knox news so 
in between that, if you would like to keep up with the work that I'm working on, you can follow me at Knox Scruff or just find my author page on the website. And then for you, Keenan, what's the best way to keep up with your work? You can follow me on Twitter at Special K Two Real. That is the number two. <laughs> and for Silas, for me, Special S. Special S would be a great name, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Harsh Keenan's mellow. No, you can you can follow me on Twitter at Silas Sloan. Um, the S in the middle is just one. There's not two. Silas Sloan. It's it, it looks like Silas Sloan, but okay. I thought it's cool to mash those two S's together. And then, so cool. Uh, so cool. You but you can also follow me on Instagram at Knox Growth. Ooh, Knox Growth. It's yeah. a new one, right? You're you're getting you're getting the followers. I'm getting those followers. They're piling up, and uh, you know I ask questions on the reels fairly. Re- try to ask those fairly regularly and keep you guys up to date with. Uh, growth and development happening in east tennessee love it also love you the loyal listeners thank you for tuning in again and we'll be back again next week with another exciting episode come back on monday to see what we're talking about dang i thought you said you were saying you were loving me 